the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's Business Leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Talking Wall Street, talking maxing out your 401k, talking your future. What's on your financial mind? Um, lots and lots of mergers and acquisitions today. There's some talk about Janet Yellen or Larry Summers. Who would you like to see as a Fed chairman? Facebook having a blowout quarter last week. Earnings season continues this week. With some pretty big names. Um, some pharmaceutical companies are probably the ones that I'm watching the most. This week we also get some Fed Reserve chit-chat. We also get jobs numbers on Friday. Which basically means it's time to pay your mortgage again. It's time to Flip the calendar. July is over. We move towards August. Today, we are seeing stocks lower. Last week, it was kind of a push of a week. So there was some drama on the high side. There was some drama on the downside. Ultimately, a push. A lot of people are looking at this market saying, we can't possibly move higher until we get some revenue growth. And it's kind of fair. You get double-digit returns. On single-digit revenue growth, single-digit earnings growth, some companies a little bit better, sometimes companies a little bit worse. But what's the next leg up? What's going to cause it? Uh, jobs numbers throughout the rest of the year is what a lot of people are banking on to expand the earnings, which would make us feel a little bit more comfortable about the valuations that we're paying. Right now we have the S&P 500 down one, the Dow down four. NASDAQ down one. So Hertz falls after earnings. Herbalife, it's ready in its quarterly results. Herbalife is a company that some people think is multi-level marketing. Some people think it's evil. Some people think it's a great cash flow generator. I tend not to play. When it's that kind of dramatic, it's not for me. Hertz matched on expectations. This morning, they posted revenue or earnings of $0.45 a share on roughly $2.7 billion in revenue. The company acquired former competitor Dollar Thrifty. The company's reaffirming its guidance for the year. Hertz is up 60% year-to-date. It's climbed 134% in the past year. So they were kind of due for a pullback, to say the least. Herbalife is going to close today after the bell. And again, like I said, that's a very dramatic one. Um, what's interesting to note about that is Bill Ackman, he is a billionaire guy who's shorting the stock, and him and Carl Icahn don't like each other. 
Carl Icahn almost seemed to defy him and said, you sure did I get along it? <laughs> almost like saying, I'm not going to do research. I'm just going to do opposite of what you say. Um, this could be a pretty big squeeze here. This could be a, a situation where they borrow money to buy their own stock just to kind of screw with the short. Um, again, I don't play that game. Do I leave money on the table? Maybe. I just don't play that game. So, um, Elon, acquisition by Perigo. That is a Irish pharmaceutical play on patents. Hudson Bay, green to acquire Saks. Hudson Bay, one of the oldest companies around. Omnicom and Publicis, getting merger, advertising firms. A lot of people think that uh, this is a, a counter to Google. Sizable 3.3% decline in the Japanese Nikkei. So Asian markets are pretty roughed up. It's a week where the Fed meets. Stock market has a unique way of compartmentalizing other things until they get that policy direction from the Fed. So it's almost if Sharknado can hit Wall Street today. We don't care because we're watching the Fed. Of which I got to watch a couple minutes of Sharknado. Kind of wasting my time. So, anyhow, uh, what do you want to talk about? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. We have uh, a new week, new dollar, a new dollar. Um, taking a look at some of the other big stories today. Boeing? Sure, why not? They've uh, requested expanding... Speak English. Boeing has requested expanding inspections of aircraft that use Honeywell emergency locator beacons. In addition to 787, Boeing is now asking customers of 717, 737, 747, 767, 777 to inspect the beacons following possible issues with transmitters aboard the 787. Visa is being sued by UK retailers who seek refunds for a decade's worth of credit card payment processing fees. Yahoo! Close to buying e-commerce app platform Lexity. Lexity CEO had long ties as an employee with Yahoo. Dell said, you know what? I'm willing to work for the company if we get acquired. If we don't, acqu- if we don't get acquired, if I get to take it public, private, whatever, I'm, I'm just going to stick. So it looks like he might lose that deal. Amazon.com plans to add 7,000 jobs in 13 states, including 5,000 full-time jobs in U.S. distribution centers. Other stories of note, that's really about it, right? At this point in time, I'm feeling like maybe I'm starting to stretch a little bit. Sales of pre-owned homes fell four-tenths of a percent in June. Fewer Americans signed contracts in June to buy previously owned homes, showing that rising mortgage rates are beginning to restrain a little bit of the housing market. Again, Lean inventories have certainly helped. But as have cheaper properties, because of those lean inventories, because of incredibly low mortgage rates. So housing will probably benefit from improvement in the labor market and higher home values that encourage more listings. You know, I would worry that this was a sustained drop in these sales numbers, but I'm not anticipating that at this point in time. So one month of weakness does not make a trend. Up until recently, you could characterize the housing market with one word. It was sizzling. I still think it's going to be good. Mortgage interest rates began to rise in May. 
taking some of the momentum out of contract activity in June. Uh, Pulte Group, D.R. Horton, they reported fewer than expected orders. There was a lot of cancellation of orders. Um, so we're definitely seeing you know, some firming from the speculative looseness. Uh, but again, I'm not seeing this as the beginning of the end. SP 500 is down 4. The Dow's down 4. The NASDAQ's down 3.8. Can I call it 4? And just say we're down 4 across the board? Um, stocks, are we heading for a crash? I don't think so. Are we heading for a breakout rip roar? We've had a breakout rip roar. For the last nine months, it's been basically pretty darn good. To get your calls in the air, it's 800 1220. It's 800 1220. I'm doing an event this Thursday evening, Thursday evening, in Marin, San Rafael, Four Point Sheraton. It's free if you sign up today. What's the best way to generate income in retirement? Um, I'm going to talk about the steps that you need to take to be prepared to live a comfortable retirement. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. The importance of timing in retirement and new tax and estate law plans. We'll talk about that and more. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back on Rob Black and your money. Don't forget to sign up for the event this Thursday evening from 6.30 to 9 in Marin, San Rafael, Four Point Sheraton, robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Technology is a brutal area to invest. Brutal. Because of how fast things can become obsolete. Um, Getting film developed. You know, dropping off your film. It's obsolete now, right? Hard drives are becoming obsolete even for the average user. Email accounts that you have to pay for, like AOL, at one point in time, where you got 90 days risk-free, you got all those mailers that came to you. How about the old dial-up? Static dial tone, static dial tone, repeat a few more times, ah, the internet. Now that's gone. 411, information, gone. Movie rental stores, pretty much so gone. How about your standalone GPS device? You get the picture of where I'm going at with this, I think. So the, that makes investing tough because you can go after a Garmin or a Blockbuster video once it was publicly traded, <clears throat> Hollywood video. And there was once some charm about taking your kids on a Friday night to pick up you know, two or three movies to watch this weekend. Um, some of the fees associated with these things drove us crazy. Uh, how about the old-fashioned classifieds? Craigslist pretty much so killed that, right? The landline phone. I thought I was trendy like four or five years ago. I, just, I gave up on landlines. I don't want you to call me at home anymore. If, you know, I don't answer myself, then I'm not home. Wireless penetration in the United States currently at 102%. 
How is that possible? It's no surprise that many things are using their, you know, their mobile phones ultimately for internet voice calls, and uh, you got things along the lines of Skype. And one fifth of American households are, were wireless only as of June 2009. So we got a lot of wireless devices. Superman can't use the payphone booth anymore to change. Um, homeless people have cell phones now. And we're sitting in New York, and maybe the guy was crazy, maybe the cell phone didn't work, but there was a homeless guy that was trying to, I was trying to have lunch with a friend uh, outside cafe, and a homeless person was kind of stealing the show by screaming into a cell phone that he was talking to none other than the highest power, God. Um, pretty good cell connection. <laughs> you know, I could, I'll just go for two bars myself. So, how do you reinvent the payphone, you know? I don't know, charging stations? Physical maps. I have a friend who's a map maker, and uh, I think that you know physical maps will eventually go the way of the dodo bird, and she's like, nah, you're always going to need people to, to make maps, even if they're making them and transferring them online. But you used to take that epic road trip. You know, you'd stock up on maps and get lost, you'd go to a gas station and buy a map. So now it's all GPS smartphones or GPS cars, right? So investing becomes tougher and tougher and tougher in the world of tech because you could have a company that literally is on top of the world. A lot of people think Microsoft is eventually going to be obsolete and gone. I don't know if that's the case, that they're going to be you know, completely gone away because they have done a pretty good job of trying to reinvent themselves. But how about the old-fashioned button? The keyboard in front of you, all right? Microsoft tried to kill that with the Surface tablet, where they came up with a different type of keyboard. iPad has no keyboard, a virtual keyboard. I've seen some YouTube videos of virtual keyboards that are kind of like projected on your desk. So you're literally typing into air. I don't know about that, but... There has to be something about that tactile touch, right? But the movie Minority Report, you know, kind of showed us bye-bye buttons. Um, The iPhone has sent us hurtling towards that on some levels. In my lifetime, I remember when I was a child, you know, using AT&T to call mom, grandma. And you had to wait till Sunday at 7. That's when the rates went down to the cheapest. I don't, you know, I don't even understand the the, tech, the ideas behind this, but they got us into phone plans where you got so many long-distance minutes or unlimited long-distance minutes. And, again, you start with these, these like, 100 minutes a month on Reach Out America plan. Reach out, reach out and touch someone. Call up and just say hi. Um, so you get went from minutes to unlimited minutes to free. Now, as long as you use the data... So in the, same way that, in the same vein that voice over internet protocol and cell phones no longer cost extra to make cross-country calls. Skype, Viber, WhatsApp, various other free internet chat services make international calls totally free over Wi-Fi. How about PDAs? I'm not talking about public display of, of affection. I'm talking about the Palm Pilot. 
And then came the BlackBerry, and suddenly the Palm Pilot was gone. BlackBerry opened the door for more smartphones. We had a personal digital assistant, a computer in our hand, and it just wasn't a phone. And Palm could have been the world if they put the phone into it initially, but they didn't know how, or they just didn't do it. I still have a VCR, which is laughable. I don't use it, but some of my earliest television spots I have on it, so I need to fire it up one more time and transfer those onto digital and before the tape goes bad, which probably has gone bad. DVD players first outsold VCRs in 2002. By 2004, they're outselling them 40 to 1. So, VCR's gone. Fax machines we have to used to have to pay for. Now you got e-faxes and PDFs and DocuSign and email. So investing in technology is pretty brutal. These are things that we used five to ten years ago. Sometimes fifteen. I remember uh, getting phone books and going, you know, please don't leave any more phone books on my my doorstep, please. And I'm sure that phone books still have a place in your house if you're over 60. But not my house. At some point in time, I think we all believe that paper will become obsolete with e-readers and, you know, just crumbling sales of newspapers and magazines. It's likely we'll look back and say that after a 2,000-year reign, paper was killed by, you know, digital Digital is a pretty big disruptor. CDs, Amazon.com became famous or infamous or big, selling CDs and books. So investing in this area is pretty tough. Got a big event coming up this Thursday. Free to sign up today. Retirement Boot Camp from 639 at Four Points by Sheraton. Like as many people to sign up as possible. I'm going to be sending out a newsletter later today. You can sign up for it for free at robblack.com. You can sign up for the event, Retirement Boot Camp, Four Points with Sheraton with CFP Chad Burton, this Thursday, 6.39 at robblack.com. There's no escaping. Everyone dies. And while we can't avoid it, we can make sure our families are taken care of when we... Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Amazon.com is hiring 7,000 workers, 5,000 good paying jobs, they say. We'll pay 30% more than jobs in traditional retail stores. Jobs are full-time permanent positions and also include stock grants over the last five years. So average about 9% of pay for Amazon's full-time workers. Amazon's a big employer. They are quickly becoming a very, very big employer, whether it be in Pennsylvania or Delaware or Tennessee or South Carolina, Virginia, Texas, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Very big company. 
Amazon's pushing in on 100,000 full and part-time employees, up from 17,000 workers five years ago. So are they still a dot-com company, or are they a physical, real-world company? To get your calls on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a quick look at some market numbers. See how we're doing today. Hertz is falling. Herbalife is jumping. Big rumor is that they're going to uh, buy back some shares today in an effort to push Ackman, the shareholder who is short a company, into a squeezed scenario. SP 500 is down 5, the Dow is down 45, the NASDAQ down 4. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton and I will be doing a seminar soon. You can learn more information about it at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Let's talk retirement risks, Mr. Burton. What's your thoughts? What's the biggest risks in retirement? I think the, the biggest three risks that people in retirement face are taxes, inflation, and uh, absolutely health care costs. Healthcare costs scare me the most because I'm not the healthiest person. Therefore, I'm assuming I'm going to be draining my retirement accounts a little bit more than the average person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah, the problem. I, th- I think that more people realize the healthcare costs. I hope than um, than some of the other issues that really catch people by surprise. So, for example, when you see these online calculators, we've talked about this before. A lot of them are very poor or don't do anything in terms of estimating what your taxes are. And I'm seeing more and more people retire with the biggest bulk of their money where? Retirement accounts, right? right? So when you pull a dollar out of that 401k, that dollar hasn't been taxed yet. I'm surprised you actually say that because I would imagine that most people's biggest bulk of their retirement assets is their house. No, your house is your biggest liability until you're going to model the sale of the house and live off the proceeds. Well, what I'm getting at, and you can disagree with me, we can Indian like Russell to find out the winner, but... um, (laughs) I, I think most people, retirees that I talk to, and again, I'm Californian, um, have a lot of equity in their homes or did have a lot of equity in their homes, and that was going to be their nest egg and not necessarily their 401k. Yeah, so in order to tap that nest egg, you either have to do a reverse mortgage, which it's limited as much as the amount that you can take, you know, what, just, uh, just under 300000 in California, and, and depending on the location, it could be less, and... That is not a huge chunk of change for retirement, so it's going to force you to make that decision. Where do you move? Where are you going to retire uh, in order to pay less taxes? What states have less income tax on your pensions? Social Security, if, if you're a married couple filing jointly and one half your Social Security plus all your other income, including tax-free income, is over $42,000, 85% of your Social Security is taxable. So just can assume your Social Security is taxable income. Different states treat Social Security slightly differently as far as income, or different states treat income for retirees differently. Is that something you ever consider? Well, there's certain states that give breaks to pensions okay. in terms of how they're taxed. Social Security is not going to be taxable at the state level. Um, so it's, it's really an issue of looking at the state. And okay, let me retract the question. Income taxes for states treat retirees differently state to state. Yeah, uh, somewhat. Like in the state of California, people that have a still have a mortgage and they pay for long-term care insurance yeah. tend to pay much lower in state income taxes because those deductions will carry forward right over the California return. And property taxes are something to think about in retirement. All these taxes are things that you need to think about. Think about sales tax. 
is egregious in the state of California. Right. And all those things, when you're trying to do your projections on your own for retirement, which is a, the biggest life-changing event that you'll have, if you don't have a very detailed cash flow statement that includes your estimate of taxes, including figuring out how changing changes in tax laws, taxes are going to go up in the future. We can't survive as a country unless the budget deficits are dealt with. But senior citizens will have a free ride because they vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Um, with that said, I think the first 10 years of retirement more expensive for taxes and inflation, and the last 30 years of retirement, i.e. 70 to 100, more expensive for health care. Is that part of your formula at all? That like Once you hit 70, you're not moving. Most Americans aren't moving around. They're watching Jerry Springer in their trailer, sipping on their you know one glass of uh, booze a day, and uh, <laughs> just waiting to die. They're waiting, <laughs> they're waiting for Jesus to that, get them. Is that what you picture retirement as? <laughs> That's what I see retirement as for a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, a lot of times if people are way behind, they need to focus on increasing their ability to make money versus trying to pick the right stock. And My mom's a shut-in. Yeah? Yeah, she's, I mean, she doesn't get out except for when her kids pick her up. Oh, it's a big life-changing event. Some people drive. need counseling to move into that next transition of life. So it's, you know, here, here's the deal. Taxes, you tend to pay less in taxes the first several years of retirement because you're not paying for FICA, right? That's right, right. that's right out of your paycheck. Um, but going into retirement, a lot of people spend more money in the first few years because of the, all the travel and the buying kind right. of the retirement home, the motor home, things like that. That all has to be figured in. And you got to realize inflation cuts the value of a dollar and a half every 20 years. Okay. So healthcare costs, those are going up at 5 to 6%. So inflation is the other big risk we've talked about before. Um, healthcare, though, this is the big one that people forget to put in their projections. Let's say you retire at 60. You're on your own, no Medicare, till 65. Right. That's a huge cost. Anything else that we need to know? Um, you know, don't retire unless you have a detailed plan. A okay. detailed plan that includes a long-term cash flow, long-term projection on, cash, on your taxes, and a, a very detailed look at inflation. You can meet Chad at the upcoming seminar to learn more about that. Go to robblack.com. It's robblack.com. We do wealth preservation, retirement planning seminars all the time in the Bay Area, as well as some Money 101s on occasion. Find out more at robblack.com. You can find Chad at chadburton.com or newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And again, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Economist Janet Yellen, a lot of people expect her to be the first woman to head the powerful Federal Reserve. Uh, 32 economists said the expect Fed Vice Chairman Janet Yellen to succeed Chairman Ben Bernanke next year. Four predicted Obama would nominate Larry Summers, his former economic advisor and President Clinton's Treasury Secretary. Obama's cabinet has tended to revert back to not necessarily the best for the job, but the most loyal to the job in his mind. Um, it's just interesting to watch. Prince Alawalid bin Talal saying fracking is going to crush the Saudi economy as nothing is done. Billionaire Saudi Prince Alawalid bin Talal has warned that shale oil and gas development pose a threat to the kingdom's economy. Um, and he said, with all due respect about your shale gas and that poses no danger to the Saudi economy, he's talking to the king at the present time. I was hoping that your highness would also shed light and focus on the danger of this matter in the not-so-distant future, especially that Americans and Asian countries made big discoveries in shale gas extraction, which will affect oil industry around the world in general, and Saudi Arabia in particular. Interesting, right? Um, 
that is an economy based on energy. So that would cause a major disruption. Would it be good? Would it be bad? We'll find out, right? Um, It's probably pretty fair to say it's impossible to pinpoint the reaction and the tied to it events. Um, other big stories out there, I think one that you know I continue to play with again and again is mobile. You know, the phablet, the phone, tablet, the mobile floodgates are open, developers are manufacturing, um, platform operators are trying to find the next device, and a lot of people think the next big device is going to be the car, or the television, or the watch. Um, I know that some cars already are, in my opinion, inherently mobile, right? Um, I've seen some that have apps now. A lot of people listen to music. They look up directions, which is what phones are great for. Listening to music and looking up directions, which would mesh with already popular activities that are in the car and popular activities that are on your phone. Americans spend 1.2 hours a day traveling. So the car and the in-car environment. So it's going to be a sizable market. In five years from now, 60 million connected cars on the road globally. Car-focused telecom, car-focused hardware and software services are going to be a big one. Pandora is already being used in two and a half million cars and 100 car models. I think you're going to see more integration, more tethering, and more embedded connection intelligence and baked in cars at this point in time. Car houses the operating systems, the apps, and other services. They'll deliver internet-based mobile services to you, the driver. I love it. Each calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't be shy. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up this Thursday evening at Four Point Sheraton. It's free. It's Retirement Workhouse Workshop. It's everything you need to know. Not everything, but as much as I can cram into it with CFP Chad Burton. It's going to be 6.30 p.m. It's 9 p.m. in San Rafael, California. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Source.com. Calvary 01013947. Partners. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. The Wolverine had no competition this week. Talk about a film that didn't look all that interesting. I think I'm kind of superheroed out. But the Wolverine slashes past the competition. That's right, you heard me. Doing a little box office chit-chat. Again, we all need to learn that money and investing are all about product. You understand when I say Wolverine's product. So again, I try to pound that home a little bit. So maybe sometimes too much so. But um, I don't think that's a bad thing, to be quite honest with you. Um, how about the idea, if I may be as nutty for you, that, like The Conjuring, incredibly cheap film to make, Wolverine, incredibly expensive film to make, Disney's Monster University, Brad Pitt's zombie film, World War Z, it all is product that you need just to slowly try to see as 
Um, the same way you look at investing. You know, if I were to jump over and say that you can get heart surgery in the United States, and it's basically about $106,000, or you can get heart surgery in India, and it's $1,500. Now, that tells you different things about nations. It shows you that, you know, we could buy cheaper scrubs. You don't have to have air conditioning. You can cut the price of the artery clearing coronary bypass um, in half in their own country in the last 20 years. So in India, heart bypass 20 years ago was about 180,000, 190,000 rupees, or roughly $3,000. Now they've cut it in half, and they want to get the price down even further. The current price of everything that you see in healthcare is predominantly opportunistic pricing and the outcome of inefficiency. Cutting costs especially is vital in countries like India, where more than two-thirds of the population live on less than $2 a day. So one in four people there die of a heart attack, and per capita health spending is less than $60 a year. So as an investor, that tells you, I should look outside the United States. What if income goes up? How will that affect their economy? How will it affect their profitability in healthcare? How will it affect their profitability in tourism? It's all very, very good questions. And again, I want you to see almost every single story in some way, shape, or form as a business story. So, you know, Elon Musk and Tesla, that story's getting better and better. And it's getting better and better because... They're ramping up more production, which everyone expected. But the demand's there, too. They still haven't been able to show that they're going to be able to survive without um, federal subsidies. And again, federal subsidies, whether it be in the United States or Spain, Portugal or China, it all has to do with how well the economy's doing. Pending home sales fell in the month of June. Pending home sales fell slightly last month amid rising interest rates that made homes more expensive. Will that play into next month? There is a home flipping frenzy going on in California right now. I'd be very cautious. I'd be very cautious buying out of the state as well. I like markets that you can actually see and visit and touch. Housing market has buyers willing to use very aggressive tactics right now. And again, that can get you in trouble. In good cases, it works out for you. But housing's not always going to be aggressive and frenzied. The frenzied market in real estate has prospective home buyers ready to gamble. Two-thirds of would-be homeowners will resort to using aggressive tactics such as paying the seller's closing costs, bidding above the asking price, or borrowing money from loved ones for down payment. Consumers are worried that mortgage rates and prices will keep rising before they can buy. According to a recent survey, 25% of respondents would bid 1% to 5% of a, over a home's asking price and you know, still offer to cover the seller's closing costs. So that makes it a seller's market. If you're between the ages of 18 and 34, you're more willing to resort to tactics that are considered aggressive. Um, be careful. I'm just, I see too many people. I see way too many people get hurt. And it is on the sad side. 
to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about careers. Talk about Lord and Taylor buying Saks. Hudson Bay is going to acquire Saks Fifth Avenue in a $2.9 billion deal. It's very iconic brands, creating one of North America's premier fashion retailers. So, um, Hudson Bay, which owns Canadian department stores of the same name, is going to overtake and control 41 stores in the United States of Saks, as well as 67 Saks off Fifth Outlet stores. And they plan to open up the Saks stores in Canada as well. So, mergers and acquisitions. Get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Boeing is facing a $2.7 million fine by the FAA. Boeing is a stock that continues to get hit with bad news. The stock goes down. And then the stock seems to rally because there's so much demand for their goods. The FAA is proposing a $2.7 million civil penalty tied towards a problem with fasteners on its 777 airplanes more than two years after discovering them in 2008. Boeing found in September of that year that it had been installing non-conforming fasteners. The agency investigated and demanded a response. Boeing failed to implement the plans on time. So, Boeing continues to get bad, bad news, but go look at their chart. It's impressive. This market's had an impressive rally. Earnings season's starting to come to an end. A lot of themes are still remaining true. That very weak revenue. Okay, earnings. Don't forget, I got a big event this Thursday. Thursday evening, San Rafael, 639. It's retirement boot camp. You can sign up for free at robblack.com. It's robblack.com, 639. This Thursday in San Rafael. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. It's been a very rough ride for the East Shore Freeway this morning. Westbound 80 before University Avenue. An accident still being cleared from the shoulder. Has traffic backed up solid well into Hercules. We're also getting reports of a new crash right before Carlton Boulevard. Two vehicles are off to the... Watanabe are opening their purse strings. At this hour, the Dow... This weekend, I read of a death from a man named Barnaby Jack. Probably a name you haven't heard, unless you're in the world of computers and hacking. He was elite at what he did. He basically gave presentations that showed how basic things in our life can be, cut, can be hijacked and, and taken over by hackers. Um, we don't know how he died. He died in San Francisco. The Black Hat Security Conference in Las Vegas next week, he was going to show how he could kill a man from 30 feet away by basically taking over his pacemaker and sending a jolt through his body to kill him. Now that is crazy. He's shown how he could take over an insulin pump Obviously, he showed how you can break into computers. 
he showed it in very easy to remember and easy to see ways that like your mom and go oh my that's not good and he you know he emerged as a leading expert so I remember one of his big games or hacks so you speak was he showed how he can break into an ATM machine and have it spit out money um, you know hopefully he wasn't hacking just for the fun of hacking but what he was doing was showing that companies need to change in more meaningful security. Security's not going to go away. If we can hack someone's pacemaker and kill them, and that sounds like the plot of like a Superman 2 movie from the 80s, it's pretty diabolical. So Barnaby Jack, what was really tragic about this story is, he's 35, 36 years old. You know, again, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to speculate. But, it's a reminder that this is why you need some insurance to cover your earnings. His story is a reminder of why we need to invest in security companies, because people like him are able to do it so easily. So, we don't want worst case scenarios. Or at least I don't think we want worst case scenarios. Yahoo's considering another small acquisition. This time it's looking at e-commerce app app platform called Lexity. There's a company called Pegatron, which sounds like a bad guy from an 80s animated superhero show. Pegatron! They're a Taiwanese company that makes Apple's products, and they're violating workers' rights in Shanghai and Suzhou. Uh, Pegatron, they assemble iPads and iPhones. Ultimately, people get paid about a buck fifty. They work 10, 12 hours. In Pegatron, in particular, employees were being ridden pretty hard for tattoo checks and how they wear their hair. Pretty crazy in this day and age, huh? Bob Mansfield is a story tied towards Apple. He is a man who's disappeared from their executive website. He was one of the, you know, the leaders, so to speak, in bringing some product to the forefront. He was head of hardware for a while. A lot of people now think that he's in charge of the iWatch. He's working on special projects. He basically retired and then unretired for two more years. Now he's off their executive page. No one really knows why. He got paid egregiously last year, $85.5 million, most of it in stock. Um... This guy, Mansfield, he reports directly to Tim Cook. Um, Bob Mansfield, $85 million. He didn't really like Scott Forstall. And at one point in time, he was like, I can't even be in the same room with this guy. So Cook's decision to let Forstall go probably made Mansfield a little bit more enthusiastic about working on the couple projects there. So no one knows if he was fired, if he's gone, if it's just a way of saying he's no longer on the executive team because he's doing his own thing. But that's where we are with Apple at this point. We're speculating We're speculating on almost any store that comes out, whether it's the way they manufacture their phones and or uh, where their executives are on web pages. Apple is not quite as fanatic as we were, you know, a couple months ago. 
um, most looked up stock. Bank of America is the most looked up stock now, but for about a year, Apple was the most looked up stock. So Apple up six bucks today to 447. For those of you who care to know these kind of things, home sales in the news today. In large part, pending home sales fell four tenths of a month percent in the month of June. There's a big story about flipping. There's a big story about people being aggressive to get into homes. And then there's a story on pending sales of previously owned homes fell four tenths of a percent. One of those three stories doesn't work well with the others. They're in direct conflict. So you need a healthy market if you're going to buy something and then sell it two months later, flipping it. You need a healthy market if you're going to use aggressive tactics and overpay 5, 10, 15% for a property if it's going to work out for you over the long time. I think you're with that. Boeing faces a $2.7 million fine. I can't really get behind that story too much. Um, that's chump change for a company like that. I know you're saying, I'll take that chump change. Rising rates aren't killing the stock market rally yet, but it's certainly different. When money's at 1.5% on the 10-year treasury, and then it becomes 2.5%, 1.5% you're like, ah, oh, I could get better returns in big blue-chip stocks with almost no risk. They're big blue-chip stocks. At 2.5%, you're like, mm, maybe those big blue-chip stocks have a little bit more risk. You see what I'm going at? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Apple TV, Google Chromecast, Aereo. Will they put television broadcasters on the Death Watch? I doubt it. But it's certainly fair to say that uh, they're not as relevant as they used to be. So... Google Chromecast is be interesting because you can stream anything from the web onto your TV. That's going to make the networks freak out. You can find me online at robblack.com. Rob Black Show is my Twitter handle. Rob Black Show is my YouTube channel. Don't forget, i got an event coming up this Thursday. Retirement Boot Camp, Four Points with Sheraton, 639. CFP, Chad Burke and myself will talk about retirement income. We'll discuss budgeting for taxes, inflation, health care. Avoiding high-fee retirement products, minimizing the impact of taxes and maximizing income, importance of timing in retirement, and new tax and estate planning laws. You can sign up for the free event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's filling up. Sign up today. We'll take a break here. I'll be right back on Rob Black and Your Money. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.